What's up, everybody, and welcome to the WESM podcast. This week, we're discussing Ephesians chapter 1, verses 9 through 14 that Landon preached on last weekend. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, we would love it if you followed us. And if you're watching on YouTube, we would love it if you hit the thumbs up and like this video, subscribe, and hit the bell so that you can be notified anytime we post a video. Let's get into it. All right, guys, I'm here with Jack and Landon. This Hello. past week, Landon preached on Ephesians chapter 1, verses 8 through... 9 through 14. 9 through 14. So close. So he's going to recap us real fast. Yes. So we wrapped up chapter 1, which is actually Paul writing from a prison cell. Funny how that works. He could actually focus on what he was doing. Uh, but this is all about how God has this grand plan to eventually restore life as it was originally created, us dwelling with him for eternity. It's this broad plan that's so vast, but each of us play a role in his great plan, okay? And so we have a purpose in this life. The problem is we like to put our plans above God's plans because We want to be in control. We want to know what the future holds. uh, And oftentimes, God wrecks our plans so his plan can be at the forefront of our lives. So do either of you have a story of a time when you thought you were doing something right and God completely destroyed what you were doing? It's my whole life. (laughs) <laughs> Jack uh, that's so heavy yeah gosh um, I, I'll share a story so we were we were kids pastors Chelsea and I were kids pastors at a church here in the Woodlands area and we were there for five years and then we felt called to go and plant a church and so we left and we went to Naples Florida to help some friends plant a church and it was a great experience we learned a lot but while we were there it was a lot harder than we thought it was going to be and things did not really pan out the way that we thought they were going to pan out. And so it was one of those moments of we we never really doubted that God had called us there. Like we knew we were obedient to following him to Florida to help our friends plant churches. However, while we were there, we are like, man, God, why did you bring us here? Like, what are you trying to teach us? What is going on? Like, we had a good thing going in... Houston, I don't understand. We moved away from family. We moved away from a lot of friends. A great job. I don't really understand why you would do this to make us in a. We were in a situation where we didn't have a ton of friends. We were struggling financially because I was. I started a business and Chelsea started her own business while we were trying to church plant. And so we were super busy. Didn't have a ton of money. Uh, the kids were growing up, and so it was just it was chaos. And so. It, it was really, really tough, but then we started praying, okay, what are we supposed to do? And uh, God called us back to Houston. We felt like he was telling us to come back to Houston. It really was one of those, like, man, what are people going to think? Like, we told everybody we were going to go plant a church. Mm-hmm. Are we going to come back? People be like, what happened? Like, I thought God said he was, you were going to plant a church. And so we were super nervous, but at the end of the day, just had to realize God's plan is greater than our plan. Like mm-hmm. we, we've been obedient every step of the way. And so we haven't walked in disobedience. We haven't been in rebellion. And so we just have to trust that even though it doesn't fully make sense to our human minds, why we would have left a good job and then 
had a really hard time church planting and then moved back to the same place we were already at. Mm -hmm. Like, why would this happen? It didn't make sense to us. But the probably two weeks before we were moving back, someone reached out to me about this job. And so, uh, and honestly, I probably would not have even thought if I was at the other church, I probably would have never thought about coming on staff at another church in the woodlands. Mm -hmm. But being gone for a year, I was more open to not working at the same church that I was at, but working at a different church. And so I would have never been here at this job without that situation. And in the middle of it, felt like everything was falling apart, mm -hmm. but God was in control. And as we just continued to take one step of obedience, God opened up door after door. And this is <laughs> my favorite job I've Let's ever go. had. So it's crazy how that works. Yeah. You hit all the points that I was going to share if you didn't hit just about your obedience to go there in the first place. And then it's terrible. Like <laughs> you're, you're struggling and you're like, God, like what's going on? But big picture, you can look back on it mm -hmm. and go, okay, because I left the woodlands in obedience. Right. And I'm in this new place. Like, God eventually called you back here and this Woods Edge job position opened up. Um, and I probably wouldn't have been yeah. doing ministry the same way that I'm doing ministry. I would have left the other church in the Woodlands, which is a great church, but does ministry differently. And mm -hmm. I would have, that's kind of the only way I knew how to do ministry. Mm -hmm. And so I would have just gone here and done yep. ministry the same way. But now I'm not doing that because I went church planting and I learned so many lessons about community and about small groups and about how to just actually build uh, build the church from the ground up that mm -hmm. all of those things play into how I lead student ministry now. And it, I never would have done that if I hadn't experienced everything I experienced in Florida. Yep. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. I think the, the main thing as you were talking, what kept popping into my head was just about perspective and mm. how us as humans in the moment of all of the chaos and the pain and confusion and whatever it is, waiting or whatever, um, our brain doesn't allow us to shift to that bigger perspective mm. of God's plan. Mm -hmm we get to look at it in hindsight and we're like, whoa, that's so cool how everything lines up in the perfect timing, in God's timing. But in the moment, like, I don't know, there's just something that stops us from being able to be like, there. there's surrendering in the moment is super hard because you don't know what's ahead. So surrendering to God's plan, mm -hmm. I think is like key in that, but yeah. it's just getting to that point of like, in those situations, surrender. many times my feelings like drown oh, me. Yeah. And so it's very hard to go, okay, God, like you're doing something right now and I trust you mm -hmm. because your feeling is, hey, dude, I moved my family to Florida. Like, yeah, really? Like <laughs> away from my family, all of this stuff. And uh, yeah. And then just in that feeling of like, d dude, God, like, okay. I trust you. I'm going yeah. back. Here yeah. we go. And we weren't ever promised that things would be easy either. Yeah. So that's that's something to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. I think that it's part of the design. I think God allows us to do that because if we had the perspective all the time that of what God was doing, 
we would never have to trust. We would never mm. have to have faith. We would never actually have to lean on God. Yeah. Like realistically, if mm. I knew how things were going to turn out in the long run yeah. in every difficult situation, why would I ever trust God? Not why would it, but like it would be a lot easier to walk away from him. But whenever you're like, hey, I don't know how this is going to turn out, it is that moment of are you really going to trust God? Are you going to trust yourself? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Yeah. And it almost gives us an opportunity to put our faith into action. It's like working out. We're like mm-hmm. the way that you build stronger muscles is by actually tearing down your muscles. And the way that you mm-hmm. build stronger faith is actually by going through really difficult things that kind of tear apart your faith. And you have to figure out how to build it back together as you seek the Lord, read his word, pray, mm-hmm. get godly wisdom, all those things. Yeah. And also like, God knows like our heart's desire. Like he understands like what makes Jack happy, right? And mm-hmm. so if God is a good God, I don't think he's going to give you everything that you exactly want in no, your 100 in your 100 acre ranch. Uh cuz you can farm. I'm actually uh, now officially asking for at least a thousand. <laughs> oh my god. god. I want a section um, in, of in land which is 640 a league is 4,000 something, I believe. So I'll take a league in a section. Oh my goodness. But <laughs> how would you take care of that much land? Uh, Hire ca- workers. Cows and goats. Oh, that's a lot of cows and goats. <laughs> but to, I, like, to your deepest heart's desires, yeah. I feel like God has satisfied you and your wife. Yeah, you know? absolutely. He, he has been so faithful and like, and our, the thing, the thing about like our desires in life is they have changed mm-hmm. over time, but like, I, he he hasn't he hasn't put us in a spot to where we're like always like desiring more. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's knocked us down to where we're completely content with what we have, yeah. and then anything else we get after that is like a blessing. Heck yeah, yeah. thank you, God. Yeah. Isn't it funny how? Like, right here and right now, if God actually gave you what you desired, well, then in five years from now, ten years from now, when you have changed, it mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be what you want anymore. Mm-hmm. And yep. so if he gave it to you, it wouldn't be fulfilling. So instead, he gives you something that you might not really want in the moment, but down the line, you you change and you're like, this is... Oh, that makes sense it. now, yeah. That's the biggest Absolutely. conflict in trusting... God's plan over your own is the timing factor. Well, and I think like, it's also trusting his goodness. Yes. Mm-hmm. You really believe that God is good yeah. and that he really does care about you. Because if you don't, well, then it, it's like, why would you trust his timing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said yesterday, man, we're, he's given us the Holy Spirit as a comforter and a guide. Uh, and so in situations where you don't know where to turn, like you're not alone. Like you can ask for help and go, Hey God, like I don't understand what you're doing right now, but I trust you and I need your help getting through the situation because I cannot see the end of it and I don't know where it's going to go and I'm scared. And that's healthy to admit that to God. Absolutely. You guys have any closing thoughts? Um, nothing on topic. (laughs) I mean, just be careful, man. Like God can wreck your plans so fast if yeah. you put in a good way. Yes, in a good way. 
uh, if you know, it feels bad. It feels Um, like a bad thing, but it's a good thing. Yes. Just, you know, if, if you put, it's, it's very easy to wake up in the morning and not spend time with God. And then honestly, that day you'll probably put your desires first, Mm -hmm. right? It's, you, you have to be incredibly intentional with your walk with Jesus and Mm -hmm. saying, God, today your desire has to be over mine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in that, then God becomes the center of your life and you're clinging to him. So whenever he does wreck your plans Mm -hmm. to bring you where he's trying to get you, then you're not... You're more in tune with what he's doing. Whenever whenever you're clinging to your plans and he wrecks your plans, the amount of hurt you're going to feel is way more than when you're clinging to him and he wrecks your plans. Yes. Well, what you said is super good because you have to be intentional. If mm-hmm. you even, it's super easy to you can go a week, two weeks, three weeks, and you're you're in the Word, you're praying, you're so close to Jesus, but then something happens and you go two days, three days, four days, and before you know it, you're mm-hmm. like, I don't even remember last time I read my Bible, and it's crazy how fast that separation can happen. And then you do, you lose that perspective. You you don't have the faith. You don't have a trust in God. You don't trust his goodness. And so it just makes everything harder. Yeah. Well, that was uh, Ephesians, the rest of Ephesians chapter one. It's done. This Top Sunday, one. we are kicking off a brand new series called To the Ends of the Earth. To the Ends. And uh, it's a series oh, on how we can live on mission. So make sure you guys come this Sunday to check out our new sermon series. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next week on the WSM Podcast. Love you. Peace.